So I bet you are guilty of neglecting the three items on this week's healthy hot list. We are always looking for shortcuts to save time, but cutting these can cost you more than you may think. Get ready, kids. It's time for Wake Up, Kick-Ass, Repeat. I cannot believe this is episode 25 of this crazy venture. Now, I don't have an epic episode planned out, but I'm working on new content ideas all the time, and I do plan on having some very special guests in the future. So thank you for continuing to listen and follow each week. So whether you are an avid gym rat, endurance sport enthusiast, golfer, tennis player, whatever brings you to movement, the next three things rise to the top when it comes to neglect. Do you have any guesses? Now don't cheat and read the show notes either. I am talking about warm-ups, cool-downs, and hydration. We are skipping the appetizer people and going right to the main course the warm-up. This gets the body ready to go. It increases blood flow to your muscles and raises your body temperature. It is also a way to help prevent possible injury so that you can avoid those stresses and strains. It also can help prevent muscle soreness. But the warm-up is routinely bypassed for the sake of time. Now, for my actively aging powerhouses out there, it is the most critical thing you can do. Because remember, our bodies are not revving up to 200 miles per hour right out of the gate. We got a few little aches and pains going on, and we got to kind of let it know we're going to do something different. And I can't tell you how many of my clients come into the gym for a session and say, I've been up for a while moving around, so I'm good to go. I just want to get to the weights. Well, let me tell you, first of all, I'm in charge. And second of all, I put them right on the treadmill or the bike. Then I pull them off of there and do range of motion work and some other movement pattern type work that is relative to their strength training plan. I shake it up because I'm sorry, brushing your teeth and putting your shoes on does not justify moving around and warming up. Warming up also revs up your metabolism and it lets the central nervous system communicate to the brain that you're going to put more demands on the body. The total shakedown is a focus drill so that you, as the athlete, are tuned into technique, coordination, and balance. Remember a few episodes back, I decided to pick on the pickleball scene. Sorry, picklers, I'm going to pick on you again. Why? Because, as I said in that episode, it is one of the fastest growing sports, and the injury rate is also growing. Warming up is not taking to the court ASAP. 
It's doing movement, getting ready to play. Some examples of warm-ups for those of you that don't have a clue. You can do squats. You can do lateral lunges, heel raises, shoulder circles, stretch band pulls, gentle swings with your paddle forward and backward, trunk rotation, high knee march, even overhead reaches. So do you see where I'm coming from? You're getting that body ready to go. Now, I also want to pick on my golfers because I have quite a few golfers out there. Getting in the cart and riding up to the tee is not a warm-up, just so you know. And getting in the cart, riding up the tee, and swinging the club a couple of times is also not a warm-up. You should do some of the same movements that I just mentioned, and then add some gentle swings with your various clubs. Make sure your back and your core are ready to roll. Now, personally, I've noticed since about my mid-40s that I have to do a lot of drills before I train. And I'm going to talk about running specifically. I have to do mobility work, which I'm religious about anyway. But before I run, I have to also do bridges, clams, heel raises, lateral lunges, butt kicks, skips, and I even throw in a couple of planks. I lube everything up before I move. When I do skip it, I don't feel good on my run. It takes me longer to get into the groove, and sometimes I just end up walking because my body is just freaking cranky. So you can see the benefits of taking the time to do this component. Now I want to jump over to the next one, cool downs. This is also something that is skipped. You've just finished an hour of activity, let's say. Do you stretch? Do you walk it out? Do you foam roll? Or do you just jump in the car and go run errands, take a quick shower to head out to lunch? We have all skipped the cool down. I can tell you, when I used to teach group fitness, how many people would get up and leave the class right when the main part of the class stopped so that they could get on to the next thing. You're doing yourself a disservice. The cool down process helps to reduce DOMS. DOMS, if you're not familiar with that term, is delayed onset muscle soreness. You know, that ouch me feeling you could have a couple days after the workout. Well, cooling down helps to decrease that. It slows the body back to a steady state, especially if you've been hitting it really hard. Remember, your heart also needs to slow down. So decompressing, bringing the heart rate down, focusing on deep breathing, doing some gentle stretching. If you have extra time, foam roll it out a little bit. It will benefit you. I've even seen instances where people stop their workouts right away. They get dizzy and pass out because their bodies were just put to a halt abruptly after an intense exercise session. Now that is some intensity, mind you. It's not going to happen to everybody, but you get my point that you can't rev up, cool down, rev up, cool down. You have to let your body acclimate as you train. So warm-ups and cool downs are big, big elements of exercise, and they do take time. I can hear you whining through my headset. 
Don't cheat yourself, people. It's just not worth poor performance or injury. Now I've got my third element. This one's a biggie, hydration. Hydration is a daily task, but during exercise, it is even more important. Water and electrolytes both contribute to performance during exercise. If you start adding in weather elements like heat and humidity, they become even more important. But what I want to talk about is how hydration needs to change as we age up. I still feel, contrary to what you might read, that we all need six to eight eight ounce glasses of water a day. So let's just top it out at about 64 ounces. And that's through the whole day. If you're in a warmer client like me, you've got to up that game. Water is relative to your bodily functions, joint lubrication, regulate your body temperature. It helps to pump blood through your body. It is fuel. It is gasoline to your body. So why is everyone on empty most of the time? I know my clients are constantly nagged by me, and I should say I politely ask, and this is what I hear. I'm not thirsty. I don't like to pee all the time. I don't like water, which is really weird to me, but, and the other is they forget. I mean, seriously, how do you forget to drink water? Well, here are the facts. Peeing is a good thing, okay? It gets rid of toxins, okay? I go all the damn time. I bet you I pee every hour and I get up at night to pee. So what, okay? Now, I'm not getting up four and five times, but I get up at least once to pee. Now, I do hear folks say that, you know, they get up three, four, five times to go to the bathroom. This is where I suggest cutting off your fluid intake about two hours before bed. And that includes your alcohol. Okay. Also make sure that you watch alcohol and your caffeine late into the evening. So, you know, I tell people basically two hours before bed, stop taking in any fluids. Now, as for not liking the taste of water, I have some suggestions for that and some you might have heard before. I'm a water snob, so I buy fancy waters, Evian and Fiji. They taste pure. I love them. They are the champagne in the water world. But you can also add fresh fruit to your water. You could put cucumbers in your water. You can buy a Brita filtering system if you need to, if the water in your area is gross. Like, I will not drink the water in Florida, and I will not drink water in coastal towns. I am always buying bottled water. So I am not contributing essentially to my environment with all the plastic, but I have to have some good tasting water. So I am what they call a bottle, bottled water bitch. <laughs> Nothing out of the faucet for me. As for forgetting to drink water, I don't accept this one. It's like I forgot my homework. So come on, people, get your shit together and get hydrated and the simplest way to do that is when you get up in the morning, drink a glass of water, okay? When you have each meal, have a glass of water. Right there, you've already taken out 32 ounces of water if you're eating three meals a day. So it shouldn't be hard to weave the other in. 
Lastly is the element of I'm not thirsty. Well, there is some truth to this, especially as we get older, because the demand is not as great on our bodies, or at least the brain is tricking us to feel that way. But understand this, if you get dehydrated, it is hard, if anything, impossible to catch up. You might experience dry mouth, the chills, muscle aches, dizziness, cramping, loss of coordination, confusion, even anxiety. And this is more relative to people in their 70s and older. Honestly, when you get to that point, the next stop is the hospital for an IV. So make your hydration an all-day effort. Get a fancy water bottle or travel mug. Keep it with you all day. Keep track of your water intake, especially at the start, so that you know you are on point. Now, many of you will wonder about electrolyte drinks and their benefits. So I'm going to give you the short version. And I took this excerpt uh, from the Cleveland Clinic's website so that it just keeps it brief and to the point. Electrolytes are substances that have a natural positive or negative electrical charge when dissolved in water. An adult's body is about 60% water, which means nearly every fluid and cell in your body contains electrolytes. They help your body regulate chemical reactions, maintain the balance between fluids inside and outside your cells, and more. Your body gets electrolytes and their components from what you eat and drink. Your kidneys filter excess electrolytes out of your body and into your urine. You also lose electrolytes when you sweat. Along with water, I drink an electrolyte drink every day. And during high intensity exercise, I add in a little bit more. Now I live in Florida. And as I've said, it's a different beast when you live in a hotter climate. Water just isn't enough. Electrolyte replacement uh, beverages are beneficial, but for the purposes of the show, I want you to stick to water. Get in those ounces every single day. It's easy to forget the little things, but it's these things that can make the biggest difference like your warm-up, like your cool-down, and your hydration. Your body and mind will thank you. This is all about, as I've always said, training with a purpose for sport and life. So that's it for this week, kids. Please like, follow, and share on your favorite listening platform. Also, track me down on Instagram, and there's a link in the show notes that can tie you to that as well as a link to my website. As I said, thanks for listening, thanks for following, and remember to wake up, kick ass, repeat your way to a healthier life. Be well.